Hello and welcome to Bangers and Mass Chat Series 3 Episode 1. Ooh. Ooh, it's actually episode 14 when all said and done, I think. Oh well. But series three, episode one sounds It so sounds really better. good. <laughs> yeah, so series series three is gonna be our series for twenty twenty four. Yep. Uh, so I hope you all had great Christmases. Happy New Year. And happy New Year. Is it too late to say that? When do you when do you stop saying that? You can say it, I think, every time you see someone for the first time. Up until kind of mid-Jan. Okay. I'd still say it in January. If I was seeing someone at the end of January for the first time that year, I'd probably just see, say, you know, hey, happy new year, because I haven't seen you yet. Yeah. But after January, I think you've done like a bit of a talk. But I think every time I say happy new year to somebody, I say, oh, can we still say that? Yeah. I think it's just what you say, isn't it? It's Yeah, it is weird. But I say happy new year to people I've forgotten I've said happy new year to. <laughs> yeah. I kind of start every email, work email with hny hny <laughs> just uh, in case you know you don't want to be rude so last time we released one was just before christmas Yields. so we had a really nice christmas with the boys uh, collected them day after boxing day and we had some nice times with going to where did we go uh, went ice skating uh, we did go ice skating at planet ice time. in milton Keynes. first time i've been skating since i was about 16 yes and by the end of it so the session was like two hours long-ish Hour i think half, yeah uh, ben had a little penguin that he pushed around a lot with yeah. it, and um, by the end of the session, he was absolutely flying. Still with the penguin, but still with the penguin. He realised that once he stopped looking at his feet, he felt more stable. Yeah, and yeah, took off, didn't he? He did. He skates he like a nice hockey player. He does. Yeah, he's yeah, got just that, that running on the ice. He's got that, yeah, he's very good. Louis was very good, and you were very good. I was alright. Once I'm on the ice, I'm okay. Yeah. It just takes me about half an hour to just get my balance, get my centre of gravity, get where I have to lean. Yeah. And then I'm fine. No. I didn't fall once, didn't need the barriers, it was fine. Good. Uh, so one thing that we tuned into, because we had Christmas on our own this year, completely mm. on our own, uh, just Ellie and I, uh, was the King's Speech. And I thought it was a really good King's Speech, actually. Um, very faith-centred, um, very balanced, and I thought it was a good effort mm. by King Charles. I agree. And Definitely followed in his mum's footsteps. Definitely, it? and I thought it was a really, really good one. Yeah, I agree. I think he had it quite well balanced in that it wasn't purely about the Christian faith or his Christian faith. It encompassed everything and it wasn't too pushy. Yes. Because I think I know quite a few people who didn't watch it on purpose because they thought it would be... Preachy. Yeah, and politically wrong and all this kind of thing. But actually, it was it was really well done, I thought, personally. Yeah. Um, I was quite surprised. I wonder how much of that he writes himself. I think he probably has input. I think somebody else probably... He probably gives bullet points and someone drafts it. But I think he... Well, she used to write pretty much all of it herself. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing, I think he has a, a pretty massive input, but somebody else will just string the words together for him. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, yeah. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, me too. What else do we do? What else um, do we have to? I think that was kind of all the big outings, wasn't it? Because there was no more other sport on while they were here, but we did, oh, Panto. Oh, yes. Yeah, we oh, went to Panto at the Dern We saw um, uh, Snow, Snow White. White and the Seven Dwarfs, and it was, I hands down, the best Panto I think I've ever seen. I so haven't good. laughed so much. And obviously the three sort of villain or villains and the, the um, Buttons character who was Muddles this time. Muddles, yeah. So it was Muddles, Herman, who's supposed to be the Wicked Queen's henchman, but it is really funny because he just yeah. wants to be good so much. And then the Panto Dame. Yes. The three of them, their bits were just, uh, honestly, there was a couple of points where the guy who plays Muddles just absolutely lost it. Like yeah. he just couldn't get his lines out because he was laughing so much. 
and we were sort of three rows back and I was cracking up I couldn't breathe and he looked at me and he was just like stop it <laughs> I was like I'm really sorry dude this is hilarious. it was really good though the it kids so really funny. enjoyed it we went mm. to um a performance it was kind of unintentional we went to a, a performance where um it was for kids with ADHD it was just a bit more of a relaxed performance. It was called uh, Accessible to All Performance. Yeah. So, so especially for kids who've got like autism or disabilities, um, where they opened up kind of um, inaccessible areas a bit more. Um, they limited the number of people in there. They, you know, kids were allowed to just kind of run up and down yeah. the aisles. I think so they turned, people didn't worry. They turned the volume down a little bit. Yeah, there wasn't um, lots of strobing. And also um, they came out on stage before the performance, yeah. introduced themselves and said, you know, I'm going to do some evil things, but it's just a story. Yeah. I thought that was quite a nice Or oh, I'm touch. going to be carrying dynamite, but it's not real dynamite, so don't worry. And it yeah, was yeah. just kind of that really lovely, really inclusive way to have everyone enjoy Panto. I yeah. thought it was great. It so, was really, I mean, really good. I don't I know that we will go to that one next year because it was loud. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, but um, it was just such a lovely thing to do, I think. Um, yeah, so it was really nice. Really and it was good. just so well acted, wasn't it? And we had, who were the famous people in it? Uh, so it was Ore, Ore Odubu. Yeah, who was in Strictly, Strictly. Uh, um, and the lady from Coronation Street. Yeah, she played Beth in Coronation Street. But, but yeah, very, very good. good. Yeah, we'll definitely go again. Um, but yeah, longest intro ever. So Sorry, yeah. <laughs> this is meant to be an intro. Uh, so yeah, let's get on with it then. Let's get on with it. Open my little list of things I've written down for us to talk about, because you know you have to do that we when do. you're old and don't have much memory. Well, talking um, of memory... And yeah, I was wondering if you were going to say it. Yeah, was, why not? It's your thing to share. I'm not um, going to crack on with stuff like that. So, so since middle of last year, I've been under the doctor um, because I th I thought I had a problem with my memory, um, like short-term memory, uh, because retaining small bits of information, perhaps from the previous day or from a list that I've just read and I need to transcribe it onto another um, page or something like that, I forget very, very quickly. And also, I struggle for words quite a lot, um, which doesn't come in very handy when you're trying to record a podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was a bit concerned that something was going on. So lots of tests, had a brain scan. Yes, I have one. Um, <laughs> and just. <laughs> just um, and a lot of other things, but they didn't really know what to do. So I got referred to the uh, early onset dementia team or uh, you know that sort of thing. Um, and had to explain all my family history, all that sort of stuff. Um, but it turns out I have not got dementia in any way, shape or form. Um, stumbling through words and things like that and brain, what is it, brain fart. Yeah, it, it is, yeah, it yeah. is. It's like a brain stall, um, isn't it? Where yeah, you like just, a brain stall. Yeah. Um, mainly comes down to stress. It's stress, anxiety mental and, and mental health. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been signed off from that and I am completely... Yeah. free from all of that sort of stuff it's just business as usual really and i think when you started to forget words and struggle for words the more you focused on it the worse it got 100 percent. so yeah. when you stopped focusing on it and i'd never noticed it because i think if you'd done it more regularly given that i spend so much time with you i'd have noticed but i hadn't and then you just tapped into it because i do it all the time and i think that's coming up to perimenopause for me because i have got so many different symptoms that have started in the last year or so yeah but i think everyone does it to a certain extent you know and there's that really simple word that you're just like I was talking to a friend like the other day and the word I was looking for was disengagement and I could not for the life of me think of it. I was mm -hmm. just in this voice note just going, I've used this word a million times. But yeah, happens so, yeah. all the time. But no, so yeah. But it's good that you're okay. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a lot of 
stress around not knowing whether I was okay or yeah. you know, it's in your like family that. isn't it dementia so it is but it's not genetically so it's, no. it's, it's, no. it's so it's not a problem um but yeah that's something I've been going through recently and now I can tick it off the box and say we're all good as I'm still waiting for the results of my smear test that I had in November oh really yeah I haven't come back yet have you chased I know it can it? take six weeks well there's no point so it's not going to speed anything up is it true so yeah hopefully that'll be okay uh bit of TMI there um, so yeah, starting off from the beginning of the Our year onwards. Our entire podcast is TMI. That is very true. We should just <laughs> rename it, really, shouldn't we? Um, so the first thing I had noted down here to talk about was the great debate about taking decorations down after Christmas. Yeah, when do you do it? When do you do yours? Well, well yeah. I think my problem is because I put them up so early, they were up by the transfer of November uh, last year. I think by the time I get to Christmas, I'm just over it. <laughs> so once Christmas Day is done, I'm like, I want the house back to normal. So we left it because the kids were coming. Yes. Um, I took some down before they got here, but I took the bits down that I knew they wouldn't care about. All the trees yeah. stayed up. Yeah, yeah. All the big things stayed out, but I took down the bits that they don't really notice and wouldn't have noticed and didn't actually notice. Um, <laughs> so, Nor did I. No, well, they, well, you did. You came downstairs. I'm like, oh packing Christmas away and I was like no 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 just bits anywho so we took that down on the I took those bits down on the 26th then the kids were here 27th and we took when did we take the rest down was it before New Year it was was it all down by New Year by New Year everything but the outside lights were down by New Year yeah so all the inside stuff came down the house got clean because it was covered in glitter yes Um, and then we left the outside stuff because it was raining and also New Year's Eve was coming and the house is sparkly so yes and then we took the outside lights down this weekend, just gone. Yes. And Kevin went up on the ladder Dangling and scared off the life out of me. Very taking tall the, ladder. Because well, last year we left the icicles around our gutter <clears throat> on the front of the house on all year. Uh, not switched on. We left them on the gutter all year and just unplugged them because it's just a pain. And I don't like him getting up the ladder because it's it's a really tall centre of the house. It's really yeah. quite scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we left them all year, but I think both of us, I'll admit this, all through the year were like, it does look a bit messy having icicles that don't get turned on. So this year, everything's down and it does look better. I will concede to that one. Uh, so yeah, when do you guys take your decorations down? Because isn't there, there's a superstition, isn't there? It's the 12th, 12th day after Christmas? Yes, yeah, so it's the 5th of January normally is the cutoff date yeah, for Christmas lights. Yeah, down for me by then. I just want the year to start then. I'm just like, right, let's crack on. And following on from that, when you get into... Um, oh yeah, that followed uh, an epic six-hour house clean. I thought I had to just write that down here because I was quite proud of myself for that one. So, yeah, but you really enjoy cleaning the house. I do. I'm like Monica from Friends. I'm yes. like when the kids leave, I'm like, ah, you've had your party, now I'm going to have mine. And yes. I just marigold up for six hours and just scrub listening to a podcast. Brilliant. Like little Cinderella, really, aren't I? You listen to this one? No, no. I listen to it once through after you've uploaded it just to see what it sounds like. I've already listened to it having edited it. Yeah, so you've listened to it a thousand times in small pieces. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the other thing for obviously a new year is resolutions. Do we do these? Do we bother? Are they kept? Are we taking the same ones into this year that we took last year? Because we just didn't do them. Yes. Did we say we were going to start eating properly on the first and getting some exercise and have we? We did say that and no, we haven't. <laughs> I did see a great thing on Instagram that just said, big shout out to all those people who make these resolutions and then put them back a few days just to kind of <laughs> well you know it's got to start on a monday <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> which monday are we now in well, march yeah. I've, we've got holiday to flip and get fit for so that's good it's gonna have to start soon but the it's resolution di- it's difficult around this time of year though because it's cold you know it's cold, with exercise yeah. and stuff like that it's cold outside 
it's we optically have very nice. equipment in the garage. I know, I knew you were going to say that. It's, but it, to be fair, it's all excuses. It's not yep. actually a real reason not uh, to 100% do anything. We know that. Yes. It's just get your butt moving. And every morning I kind of get out of the shower and go, oh, I need to do some work. But we do have a beach holiday booked for August and I will, will do you it will. by then. Okay, good. Um, other resolutions? Have you got any on your list? I wouldn't like things that are achievable yeah. over time. Not, you know, oh, I don't know, pointless stuff. Like, Kevin, I'm going to give up fizzy drinks that lasted until the 4th of January. Like, what ones are you yeah, going to actually fizzy do? Fizzy drinks is never going to be a thing. No. I can cut down a bit, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I just fine. enjoy doing it. So. Well, exactly. So that you have to do something that's actually achievable. Yeah. And that's going to matter. Well, I've stopped drinking yeah, alcohol. Um, so I didn't, didn't really drink much after you Christmas. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Um, so, yeah, just, just felt like I was, especially having an advent calendar full of beer, I was having a beer every day, and it just felt really groggy. I think I said that at the same time last year. It got into more than that, though, didn't it, as well? It was yeah, like, crack open one, and then... Because you can't just have one. What's the point of having you one? You can't just have one. Exactly. So, <laughs> yes, my, my poor relationship with alcohol continues, but it won't if I just don't drink. Yeah. So And I'm not fussed, so... Yeah, giving, giving it up for a while, we'll see how we get on. Just drying out a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I don't think I have anything other than to just get fitter and feel better... Um, and actually commit to doing this podcast yes. frequently. So we're not going to do one a week because that's too much. I think fortnightly or three yeah, weekly fortnightly is will be probably about right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think that's great. But, yeah, email us if you want to talk resolutions or if you've got anything actually that you want to add to the podcast you think we should do. Yes. Because we've got a few ideas kicking around like quizzes and we're going to get a, a, a sort of agony aunt section going soon with one of my friends. So we're going to get some dilemmas and get her to answer them and have that as a session yeah. as a, sec- a section no what's the word as a yeah, segment segment that's it yeah. on the podcast so if you've got any dilemmas anonymously or whatever that you want answering send them in uh bangers and mash chat at gmail.com or hit us on instagram which wow. is at bangers and mash chat um and yeah we will try and get some different fun stuff going to yes we're gonna do a pre-record with louis soon we are um just you know just get his perspective mm-hmm. on a few things uh, which would be quite interesting. So yeah, plenty, plenty of stuff coming up. Yeah, so I have something here. I can't remember exactly what the issue was, but it just says Northampton buses. Uh, because they're rubbish. Yeah, anything out of London's rubbish. To be fair, they're not rubbish. No, they are. They go to the right places. They just don't turn up on time. It's, do you know what? It's not even so much that they're late or they don't turn up. What bugs me is the dot matrix boards. They'll be like, you'll get. I'll get to the train station, and it'll say because I can get one or two buses home from the train station, and it'll say, oh, another nine in two minutes, and then literally nineteen minutes later, it's still saying another nine in two minutes. It's just update the board. Don't leave people sat there. Well, this happened last time. So a week ago, I went to the other side of Northampton to drop my car off for service, and it should be two buses easily back from there. You know, one into town, then one back out again, um, and the one that went in. Um, went to the bus station mm. in the centre, Northgate, and it said, oh, you need to get the number, what, what is it for here, 998? Yeah, 998. From Bay 10 or something like that, and there'll be one in 28 minutes. Well, two minutes later, in Bay 12, yeah. you know, a number nine turns up. Yeah. And it's like, what, what's all so all that? those people sat down at Bay yeah. 5, they're just like, But the oh, screens didn't it. update or anything no, like that, but uh, if you weren't paying attention... That's my issue. Yeah. But even the app, weird. the Stagecoach app, it will give you a journey and tell you how to go and where to go, but it doesn't give you live updates. I hate it. I hate it. 
And I think I've been spoiled by living in London because you never really have to make, wait more than a couple of minutes for a bus anyway. We had the same thing in Kidlington. In that, that was really good in Kidlington. They had dot matrix boards and it was accurate to a minute. See that in, in and around Oxford. Be. Otherwise, why have them? I know. And Northampton seems like quite a developed place, yeah. so I'm surprised that it's so poor. Yeah, and that there's an app, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's called, it's a green app, and it's. Um, it's one that I used in London a lot, and it's all transport methods are in this one app. Um, so you go in and you can pick tube, bus, train, whatever, and it, in your area, and it will show you all of the transport things around you, when they're going to arrive, where they're going. I can't remember. City Mapper, that's mm-hmm. it. But it's not in all cities. So it doesn't work for Northampton. It's not set up in Northampton. I'm pretty sure it's in bigger cities like Edinburgh, Leeds, that kind of thing. But that needs to be everywhere because that just brings everything into one place. I think you need that sort of thing as a minimum, really. If yeah. you want people to use the buses... They need to be connected yep. in that sort of way and be easy to navigate, easy to time, yep. know when you can get from A to B. Um, most people are electing, and I thought about doing this as well, going on these um, e-scooters. They scare me. When I, mean, I see yeah. how some idiots use them, I just kind of think. But I, I feel the same about e-scooters as I do about bikes. It's I, just people I, are idiots on the road yeah. using them. Well, I, I worry about the legality of these e-scooters. You're not technically allowed to use them on the path. No. Nope. You're not allowed to put them on the road. No. Nope. So where do you put them? And no. how? why are there hundreds all over Northampton? What's mm-hmm. the loophole? I know. It's ridiculous. I mean, I mean, they are obviously legal. There's loads of different schemes in London alone. Um, but it's just like, I remember the time we were going to Aldi and we saw this guy on his e-scooter going at a pretty fair whack mm-hmm. on FaceTime. Yes. On a main road at a junction. And I'm just like... But if you get hit by a car, you're going to go nuts. But you're actually a road... It's like bikes. You're a road user. Therefore, you obey the road traffic signals. You know, bikes running red lights, bane of my life. I hate it. I've been hit by three bikes on zebra crossings now that just go through anyway. Um, And they scare me. So I'm glad you didn't use them. Because it's not about you using it safely either, really. It's about other people on the road. You've got zero protection. Yeah. Well, sorry, Northampton. Get your bus act together. Yeah, it would be nice. Um, and this is also another reason why this is the year that I am determined to learn how to drive because I'm absolutely sick and tired of getting buses everywhere Ooh. and stuff. So I've looked into prices and blimey, the last time that I drove was um, in... <laughs> Sorry, just watching Annie chase her tail <laughs> on the living room carpet. She's genuinely so stupid. I did a video and see if I can get her and then put it on the um, Instagram page. Look at the way she's actually scared of it. A few moments later... Compared to the last time I had lessons, which was in t- early 2000s, so 2002 maybe. Um, wow, the prices. Blimey. I used to, I, I reckon I bought a block of 10 back then for 25 quid a lesson. I think when I learned to drive, now. it was about 17 to 20 quid a lesson. That was in like 1923. It was 1999. Oh, okay. But yeah, now they're 40 quid a lesson minimum, usually 38 if you buy a bundle. So it's going to cost me the best part of a grand to learn how to drive, which is crazy but necessary so yes that is that is one thing that's, that's on a my resolution list for this year it is that is that's my big thing right listeners i, I need you to keep her on track <laughs> here and keep keep her motivated to actually yeah. learn to drive that would be a, a cool thing the motivation is stuff like when you take your car to mot and i could just drive you down there does anyone else experience back to work blues after Christmas I used to more than I do now I think I used to dread it more than I do now but I think maybe that's because I can work from home a lot more now yeah I certainly don't dread it um no, certainly by the end of, yeah 
broken record, yes. but I do love my job. So yeah. <laughs> on the um, whenever it was the second when we went back, I was ready to go back. In fairness, I don't hate my job. I just it's that kind of routine where you can't just get up when you want. You know, watch a bit of telly, go for a walk. It's just like oh, I actually have to be out of it by ten. Yeah, that was a bit of a shock because yeah. actually for a change, I'd been laying in. I know, which you never do. You know, up until the, okay, so a revelation for the children. This suddenly, when they came for New Year, bless you, cat just sneezed. Uh, when they came for New Year, literally we'd had them two weeks beforehand, and it had been the normal sort of up between seven and eight in the morning, you know, banging on the door at eight, blah blah blah. And this time, suddenly, out of absolutely nowhere, they're both sleeping past nine. Louis past ten most mornings. Or getting up, getting what they need to do, and then going back to bed. Yeah. And just chilling out. Yeah. Not coming to Every wake us up. Every single morning. It was bliss for me because I'm a late riser, as we all know. And Kev's up at like nine o'clock emptying the dishwasher, wondering where everyone is. And everyone's just in their rooms asleep or doing stuff. No bad thing. Oh, I love it. I know. It's the best. It's the best change. Oh, bless you. It's the best change of behavior I think I've seen in ages. And long may it continue. I suspect <laughs> it may be just a, a blip, but it's it's been very nice. Yes, not going to lie. Definitely. Um, but then it's really weird. I actually noticed this year on social media, like I did most years actually, just after Christmas and sort of in that in-betweeny period where nobody ever knows what day it is. And I think it's Saturday every day. Um, insomnia hits so many people. I was reading so many Instagram posts at like two, three in the morning of people just saying, I absolutely can't sleep. Been awake since three o'clock. It's now six o'clock. Just not being able to sleep. And I was definitely one of them for about three nights. I was awake until about four in the morning. And I was just wide awake. Mm -hmm. And I had to watch telly because I was just like, I can't just lie here doing nothing. And it was horrible. So for four nights, or I'd wake up at 3 a.m. and just stay awake. That yeah. happened a couple of times just after New Year. Because well, I was I've like, well, I'm awake now. There's no point in going back to sleep. My well, sleep's been better recently, actually. Well, but then good. Recently, because I've, I've had the sniffles. You've um, had horrible cold. Yeah. Um, I've slept out and slept in separate beds and stuff and yeah you slept in Louis's room for a bit didn't you slept pretty well actually which is great because there was one night where I had to shut our bedroom door because I could hear him snoring in Louis's room which is like on the other side of the house yeah that's pretty loud <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of that <laughs> it was funny I was like wow okay cool um but yeah so weird insomnia patches but again I think that might be hormonal with yeah. me I think that might be <laughs> but going back to your back to work blues mm. um blue monday which is when is that? That's on Monday coming, Monday 15th. Why isn't it? Oh, is that because it's the first Monday everyone's back? Um, I think it's like... Cause no, because that would have been this Monday. I think everyone's back, and now they're kind of feeling feeling it. Yeah. So, it takes yeah, you a while to get into Monday it. is Blue Monday. So I hope we don't have a Blue Monday. No, we should switch that around. Like, last year there was a thing on lots of mental health um, Instagram pages where they were, like, switching Blue Monday to... I can't remember what it was but a different Monday. It's like, let's not focus on it being negative and dreary and horrible and how everyone can expect to feel depressed on that so, day. So, I'm just reading from this. It says, Blue Monday takes place on the third Monday in January. This year, Blue Monday will fall on Monday the 15th of January uh, and is often considered to be the most depressing day of the year. But this is what I'm saying. Don't focus on that. Switch it up. Don't, yeah. because then you will be depressed. It's, it's, it's that, what's Say it what? called? The self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're like, oh, next Monday's going to be the most depressing day of the year, you're going to be depressed. Choose Monday to get up have a bacon sandwich. Yeah. And attack the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go out and do something cool. Go for a nice walk, you know. Do something fun. Go yeah. shopping. Go to the cinema. Do any, go out for dinner. Have a takeaway. <laughs> Triangles. Triangles. Yes. Yeah. I just think don't tur turn the negative into a positive. Yes. Don't, don't fall into that. Absolutely.
So Ellie and I have both been quite poorly. Ellie, Ellie continues to be poorly at the moment, mm-hmm. actually. Um, but just wanted to ask a question, really. How do you behave when you are poorly? Is poorly the right word? Am I just being a child? Out by poorly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who so was it? Oh, it was the Ramses on their podcast where yeah. Chris has a go at Rosie for saying poorly. poorly He's yeah. like, you're not a child. Yes. You're um, ill or you're sick. Yeah. You're Ill- <laughs> yeah. So when you're sick, if you've got the flu or something well, like that. Poorly. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. What sort of poorly person are you? Um, I am a rubbish sicky. She is a rubbish sicky I am. Person. I am the polar opposite to you. The yeah. second I'm sick, I want to be in bed. I don't want to leave my bed. I want people to bring me food, drink, give me lots of sympathy, fill hot water bottles, come and rub my head. There, there, know, poor little bunny. Give me cuddles and yeah. just basically let me wallow in sickness and misery until I'm better. That is me as a sick person. That's Yes. You are getting better, though. But weirdly, mm. and I think you'll find that a lot of ostomates say this, ostomate for anyone who doesn't know is a person with a stoma, um, if it's bog standard normal in brackets person injury in inverted commas injury uh, sickness like a cold yeah or a tummy bug i am an absolute nightmare but if it's something more serious i'm way better i'm way better at dealing with it like if i had something ostomy related mm-hmm. i'd be fine i'd be nervous but i'd be fine yeah so if it's quite serious i am much much better at just cracking on and getting it sorted and being brave about it but if it's just your everyday flu you know i'm just awful honestly yeah. i think most people would rather just sit, be out of the house, leave me to it. Do you find that having a stoma makes simple coughs and colds or just general sickness worse? Yeah. What, but what, from a fatigue point of view? or That's the one that hits worse. But I think because my immune system isn't what it used to be, when I get things, I get them harder. So what would be, when I had COVID, the fatigue was so bad that I couldn't get out of bed for five days except to like go to the loo. Right. and maybe come downstairs and have a drink but then I was so exhausted and it's it's not just being tired it's full physical body exhaustion and it's horrible because it's achy but not painful achy it's just heavy achy and every time I have like a cold now or something that attacks my body like that the fatigue is the main symptom mm-hmm. um, but yes I get things I'm not necessarily more susceptible to them but when I get it I get it harder I go down harder is it a bit like um, is it Emmy? Where, any, yeah. Where, where things just affect you worse, or is it gland, like glandular fever? Yeah, I think anyth- anything that hits your immune system means that you yeah. get things ten times the rate everyone else does, yeah. which is why I went out of my way and tried really hard to avoid COVID because at the time when we didn't know anything about it, at the beginning of lockdown, you know that could have been really frightening. Yeah. There was like a proper worry about death being a result of yeah, somebody yeah. like me getting it. But obviously that's when we didn't know anything. Now it's just like, oh, that's a bit of flu, so that's fine. But well, yeah, we know quite a lot of people now with COVID. Mm. And it's just rather, you know, as well as self-isolating and stuff like that, because you, you, you just know how to do that. Mm. Most people are just reporting that it's just like a normal cold. Yeah, exactly. But I think I, most people, if they're testing positive, are staying away from other people, which is yes. what I would do. I just Hi, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got um, a pizza party here tonight for our post-alpha Bible study sort of Christian, Christianity Explored group. And poor Linda's gone down with a with COVID. Yeah. Um, so she's not going to be able to come. Um, which means that I bought ham and pineapple pizza for absolutely no reason. That's okay. Mark said he'll eat it. Okay. Well, he's as weird as she is then. Exactly. I mean, you know, I, I don't think it was a very ongoing debate. Pineapple just does not belong on pizza. I know my mum will disagree. She likes a good Hawaiian. My but boss, like... Peter, would absolutely agree with you. Actually, he thinks that pizza should only be cheese, tomato, and basil. That's yeah. it. 
Margar- you know a, a, a proper margarita. A lot of Italians think exactly the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, an authentic pizza. Yeah, they're has like, no why are you putting meat on it? Why? Yeah. Why? What? Yeah. Exactly. Whereas I, know. I just any meat you can possibly think of, get it on there. Yeah, you're Spam. definitely a meat feaster, aren't you? Yeah. I kind of like it a bit more simple sometimes of just pepperoni or yeah, just one topping but sometimes. I just can't. I can't with a pineapple. Anyway, I used, so. used to have a girlfriend who didn't like sauce on it, so it was essentially cheese on toast. That's not pizza. It was good though. <laughs> that that is cheese on toast. It was very weird, but it was good. That's so it was odd. very strange. I think pizza is my one thing I could never give up. That's my absolute weakness. I agree. If we have bad days and you're on the way home and you've had a rough day, it's like, can we have a triangle yeah, dinner? Triangles, please. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so I had to buy this Hawaiian thing, which I've never bought in my life. Um, but yes, Mark will have to eat it. Cause exactly. Otherwise, it's going to the bin. But talking of being sick, so as Ellie said, I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. So I will drag myself out of bed. Yep. My leg would abs- actually have to be hanging off yep. um, before I would get, you know, I wouldn't be able to work. Yeah, this most recent one, he had practically no voice. He'd been coughing and hacking all night. He was burning up. He had a nosebleed from blowing his nose so much and had a sore throat and just looked rough. Thanks. And I was just like, you need to just call in sick. This is not right. You need to stop it. But no, he no. went to work every single day. Exactly. Got to crack on. Spread those germs. Spread, yeah, this is it. Spread this the is love. I feel like by not doing that, <laughs> I'm saving people in the office and being selfless. Sure. I think you're being selfish. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No. But you're also really hard to look after because you're impossible. You won't take meds ever. No. Like I told him to take, when he's got a cold, I'd like, take cold and flu meds every four hours. You can't miss one. You have to build up this, you have to build the pills up in your system to make it keep working. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, I'll take one in the morning. And then you wouldn't take any more. And then it does nothing. And oh, I don't take anything. I don't like taking pills. I don't like taking pills. Why? They Not because I don't like taking pills. I just don't like putting no, no, no. medicine in my body. Why? In my body. You don't like getting better when you're poorly. No, it's not. It's not like that. But why do you like taking them? Give me a logical reason for not taking things like painkillers or I, cold and flu when there's something wrong with you. Because I will take them when I really need them. If no, I can but tolerate, you don't though. If I can tolerate the pain or anything like that, then I will you're carry on. That's not true. You just don't. No, I do. I just carry on. So, but you're all right to put sertraline in your body. That's different. Because it's fixing a problem. So how is this other pill that's also fixing you're a you're problem? You're using the same argument that the doctor used to give me sertraline oh, as you are for giving me cold and flu meds. So I'm giving you the same argument that a doctor gave you. Uh, Does that, that tell you? Does that tell you, huh? huh? But you seem to think that drugs don't lose their efficacy if you take them a lot. Which I think is rubbish. No, if you take them multiple times a week or multiple times, if you're like constantly, constantly taking them, then yes, you become slightly more immune to the effects, but you don't. If you're taking them two, three times a year to deal with something, they're going to be absolutely effective. It's only for people who are taking them two or three times like a month where they start to lose their efficiency. I mean, that's like me with paracetamol. It doesn't really touch pain. I take codeine, but I don't, I take codeine once a month. And so it still works. But if I took codeine, two or three times a week, it would stop working for me. Or it would it would be less effective. Yeah. Any no, doctors just... out there, if that's completely wrong, please do feel free to correct, because that's what I've been led to believe anyway. Okay, well... But it might not be. Like but so anyway, the point is, we are to- two totally different people when it comes to sickness. I am a massive wuss who yes. needs a lot of attention, and you are completely the opposite. So I think we both get frustrated in that I don't give you enough care when you're sick, <laughs> and you give me too much care when I act, when I'm sick. I treat you like I act, and you treat me like you act. It's just like yeah, yeah sure, exactly. Okay. Uh, 
so on the health theme, um, I went to the dentist this morning for the first time in goodness knows how long. Um, Ellie is not a big fan of dentists. No. Um, I don't, I'm not sure anyone's a fan of a dentist, um, but I certainly don't mind them. Um, it doesn't bother me a huge amount. Um, but yeah, I went to the dentist, um, having not been to one for a while. Uh, I know I've got a quarter of a tooth missing anyway, um, but it's not painful and, and so on. Um, but this is the first time I've gone private, having been an NHS Which patient. Which so nice. It was a different experience, I'll tell you that. Yeah. They take a lot more care yeah. and uh, time over you. And they're more gentle and yeah. patient. So I went to the uh, Dustin Dental Practice, um, just around the corner here, and they were absolutely lovely from uh, reception to the dentist and the, the nurse and everything like that. Took really good care of me, uh, but I need a crown. It turns out, so the tooth. So you are a princess. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, t- a crown, not a tiara. Um, <laughs> I, I do. So do apologise. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be my first crown. That'd so, be really cool. Yeah, I think so. But it's so my teeth are full of fillings, metal fillings from when I was a kid and didn't look after my teeth particularly well. Um, so yeah, it, one of them is about eighty percent filling. That's why the corner broke off. There was yeah. nothing for the tooth to actually hold on to so the process is going to be for me to have the tooth the filling taken out basically flattened the whole tooth flattened and then built up to something that the crown can sit on see that whole sentence makes me feel sick so what's your experience of dentists no i just i don't i mean i will go when i start getting pain and Mm -hmm. that's really bad but i just i don't know i hate it i've had a lot of brace work and extractions when i was about 13 which wasn't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm very glad that I was made to do that because my teeth were a horrific mess when I was 13 and I had an overcrowded mouth. Um, but I think that's kind of left, left scarring. Emotional scarring. <laughs> um, I also then went and had a clean, a hygiene clean when I was about t- mid-20s and something happened. I think it's because I got myself worked up, but um, I had the clean done. Then I came downstairs to reception and just passed out, just hit the deck. So I think that scared me as well. So mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen every time I go. Um, and then, because I thought, right, bite the bullet, just before I met you, so about three years ago now, I went to a private place in Tooting, in Wimbledon, South Wimbledon. And again, the experience is just a world away from the NHS. Yeah. She was lovely. She knew I was super nervous, so she didn't make a big deal out of anything. I didn't get lectured on the state of them because I know they need a clean. I know I've got receding gums on my bottom set of teeth. Um etc but I do as best I can and I don't have any pain but she was she did x-rays and she said to be honest because when I was in hospital having my surgery I was eating a drumstick lolly and I yanked a filling out of my back top Mm -hmm. back tooth and that was what 2017 and so I thought oh I must get that done and that's the main reason I went in to get that filling put back in and she went that doesn't matter there's no hole in your tooth going through to your nerve so actually it doesn't matter about that one she said you've got two others where there's no hole on the surface of your tooth yet but from the x-rays you can see it inside. Yeah. yeah so she said you need fillings in those two but then she said your main worry i was like oh great she said is that your wisdom teeth are the biggest teeth i've ever seen she went i've been doing this job for a long time but i have never seen wisdom teeth that large and they're coming in sideways and i was like yeah my orthodontist left spaces in my mouth purposely because of that so that mm-hmm. they would shunt my other teeth along and i might not have to have them out because touch wood my wisdoms haven't made an appearance okay um, <clears throat> but she said, if you need them taken out, I would recommend full-on general anaesthetic. Okay. 
because she said if that is done in the chair the amount of pulling again so yes if i have to have my wisdoms out we're going into hospital and i'm going under i am not having anyone stood on your chest pulling well see just know that makes me feel a bit faint i'm not doing it so and then i'll be like right while i'm under you can do the clean Mm -hmm. you can do all my fillings just get everything done while i'm under can you whiten them as well yeah just do it all in that one particular thing and i'll be absolutely fine yeah i think what so one of my going back to the original point which was one of my resolutions was to essentially take better care of myself Mm. that includes dental care Uh, I don't look after my teeth particularly well um, and I really should Mm. because I have a smile and it's Um, but yeah I do want to look after my teeth a bit better yeah I think I'd quite like to look into the whitening thing because I used to have and I'm sure many people in my generation did we used to get given fluoride tablets at school mm-hmm. every day they used to give us one at the end of end of school and then I smoked from when I was 16 to maybe two years ago not I, I mean I didn't smoke smoke much from about the last three or four years like it was just a few every now and again but I was a proper smoker at least until crikey 10 years after uni so mm. at least until 2010 um and all of that has contributed to a lot of staining on my teeth um and when i saw the private dentist she said that she could definitely lighten it by just essentially buffing the front of the tooth but she doesn't want to take enamel off Mm -hmm. so she was like i can try and get it a bit lighter just by buffing the surface because also what's happened is when the dentist the rf dentist took my braces off Mm -hmm. the cement they used to put the brackets on he'd left it on a few teeth okay so since i've been 15 16 i've still got cement at the gum line on a few oh. teeth which means plaque gets stuck behind it Interesting. so i've got to be really careful brushing there but she said i can get that off it's just like a you know the file the electric filey thing yeah, would just yeah. pick that off so i might get that done and then build myself up to be brave enough to do the rest but because i don't get dental covered in my health care it's costly for me again yeah no, which is enough. a pain in the butt but yeah. yeah so dentists are a big fat no from me what about you listeners are you good at a dentist um or are you <laughs> Do you need the music and the and the visual stimulation to not think about having a and a lot of opioids? <laughs> well, my mum's not very good at the dentist. She used to work herself up for something terrible. Um, uh, that's the main problem. Went, but at least she went. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. It's you work yourself up, and actually, it's not then as bad as you think it's going to be. No. But because you've already worked yourself up, that's. I did the same for tattoos. When I go for a tattoo, I work myself up so much because I hate needles. Yeah. Even though I've had tattoos, I know exactly what to expect. I know exactly how it feels. But then halfway through, even the most basic tattoo, I think I'm sat there telling myself, don't faint, don't faint, don't faint. And then I do. I don't actually, but I go to and I can feel it coming. And it's just ridiculous. These tattoos take like five minutes. So it's because I work myself up. So I make sure now that I have a really sugary drink before I go in for a tattoo. Good idea. And it works. Yes, good idea. So we come to what you're watching slash listening to, and we've got a couple of amazing ones this week. So it's been quite prolific on social media and doing the rounds, but has everyone seen Fool Me Once? It's the Harlan Coben um, adaptation on Netflix. It's an eight-part eight series. Part, yeah. Michelle Keegan is the lead role yes. about a wife who, has, at the beginning, her husband has died, and then it kind of unravels. Yes, yeah, so her, her husband's been murdered, her sister's been murdered, um and it all sort of unravels from there joanna lumley's in it oh, which is brilliant. superb yeah. um but definitely worth a watch oh, we binged so it in three nights i think i don't yeah um, it's so good really really good 
Yeah, brilliant. They've also popped out a new series of Archer, which we've been watching on Netflix. Yep. We thought it was over, so we've kind of drawn out season 13 and then suddenly up pops season 14. Yep. So we're well back on, on that. Yep. You really like that. People who like dry sense of humour and hating, loving to hate a character and yes. also hating to love a character, yes. I think is Archer. Yeah. And I think that's also very much how you'd feel for Louder Milk. Yeah, so we've just started watching Louder Milk. I think there's three series on Netflix. We're in season two at the minute, mm. coming towards the end of it. Really good. Yeah. I mean, it's all about... Um, so Louder Milk is a uh, recovering alcoholic. His name's Sam, by the way. His name's Sam, Sam Louder Milk. Um, and he runs a support group for um, people who have uh, had substance abuse or alcohol problems and things like that. So people who are clean... Um, so AA, that sort of thing. And it just goes into the characters of all the people he meets along the way and part of the group. It's just a very so easy good. watch. And each episode, I think, is only like 25 minutes long. And it's quite it's quite a sort of throwaway, but there are some really nice underlying stories. Yeah, and it's very real, isn't it? It's kind of how a man in that position Hugely would literally relatable. be yes. in real life. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I really like it. So yeah, that's definitely That's very, very good. Um, we are also up to date on Drive to Survive. We are, yeah. Finished so last season, so I think we're done with 2022. So 2023 is released. That's right. So in early February. Feb, yeah, just before the season starts. Can't so wait, but also can't wait because the February season means that the drivers and teams in that season will be the same as they are coming up now for next for 2024. There's been no driver there's changes. No changes yeah. Which means that when I finally learn who drives for who, it will stay the same for another year, which yes. will be great because people keep swapping in the front. So we continue Ellie's odyssey into yeah. Formula One. And what did we? What did you do? What did I do? Oh, what the factory tour? No. Oh. What did you ask Reem? Oh yes, I spoke to spoke to Ellie's friend Reem. Um, hello. Hello Reem. If you listen to this podcast, I should do. But yes, we are thinking about maybe going to a Formula One um, Grand race, the Grand Prix. So yeah, so we we spoke to her and because she, she lives in Bahrain, I should probably put some context oh, into yeah. this. And we're looking at the Qatar one. Yes, but as a, as an excuse to go and see her as well. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, but, but that's why you asked her. Was the problem. exactly yeah. So we are going to go and see one, whether yeah. we get to see one this year or yeah, next yeah. year, it's on the list. Uh, or wherever it is, we're definitely going to go and see one. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the one in the UK, Silverstone, is incredibly expensive because they get no government subsidy. Yeah. Um, whereas all the other ones are more reasonably priced, but you've got to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, Given Silverstone's down the road. <laughs> I still think that the actual race itself is better off seen on the telly. It At least is. one of those sports where that's better on the telly, like it, it, boxing. It, I get that, but um, the atmosphere there, though, Oh, it must be incredible. Friday. I think you've got to go and experience it, for sure. I think the, the jewel in the crown is to see the Monaco Grand Prix at some point in life. Yes. That's the one I'd like to do. Friday through Sunday, get... That would be amazing. And just that's, do that. that's your lottery win sort yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool. But yeah, so we're going to hopefully hopefully do that at some point. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, And the other thing, you've got darts final, but I don't think we wanted to put Super this week. No, just that I watched no, the joking. darts final. But no, because it was about that guy, wasn't it? Was it Littler? Yeah. Um, Did he win? Luke Littler. No, no he, he came, guy. he runner up, but he gave it a really good fight. So it was Luke Humphreys against Luke Littler. Which is the 16 year old who looks 30. Littler. Yeah. He does not look 16. I saw a picture of him at 12 on internet and he literally looks like 25. I was like, <laughs> there's no way that kid's 12, he's got full beard. It was interesting. There was a, there's a guy, um, I can't remember his first name, Anderson, Scottish guy, I think. Um, but he was doing a press, press conference at that tournament and he just said, look, media, you need to let him have his moment mm. and not ruin it for him. 
um, because you know if you get on top of him, like he's the next Eric Bristow, he's the next Phil Taylor, that sort of thing. You're just going to ruin him before he's even started. Yeah. Um, I think no the, the media, the media has quite a, a history of you know putting a lot of pressure on mm. people like that, and then they're not realizing their full potential because they're just too smothered. Yeah. Uh, so I thought I was. Uh, I think it's Gary Anderson. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really good. But it was a good final. He put up a really good fight, and. I think I'd quite like to go to Ali Pali at some point and watch the darts. I think yeah, that would it's be supposed a, to be a really good atmosphere. That'd be a really cool thing. To it's see. always about the atmosphere, I think, it's because again, in Ali Pali, you can't see the dartboard; it's miles away. Exactly, so it's probably better off on on the telly <coughs> for the actual sport bit, anyway. Yeah. But the atmosphere of just being there. Exactly. Would, but I think it's quite a drink-based. Of course, thing. it's a big drink-based thing. So, They're all hammered. Have yeah. you seen them? Well, they and they, they have a very they short. They dress up as like beach balls and stuff. Very small repertoire of songs. Yeah. Um, of you know chants and things. I mean, they're trying to make it a bit more like sort of football and mm. you know more more crowd engagement, which is great, but it's very limited. But no, it was a really good final. I enjoy, I enjoy winter time because it's darts and snooker time. And I don't mind snooker. You got me back into snooker. I grew up watching those things because that's all you could watch on BBC. My my nanny used to watch the yeah. snooker. So, so. I, I don't mind the snooker. And also, on speaking of sports that you love, we saw the ice hockey last weekend, didn't we? We saw Milton yep. Keynes, Lightning Play. Sheffield Steel Sheffield Dogs. Steel, but it was their B team. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sheffield Steel Dogs are Sheffield Steelers' B team. Yeah, so we did thrash them 10-1, but not really surprisingly, to be honest. No. But I quite like the fact that Liam Stewart's back. Um, and yes. he, he gave up last season because he was having a baby mm-hmm. with his fiance. Uh, this is Rod Stewart's son. Um and then he came back after Christmas, and I yeah. was like, "Yay, it's Jimmy's back!" It's a really so, good atmosphere there. They're getting yeah. really good crowd. Ben got numbers to fist now. bump all the players because we were walking back from the toilet just as the players were coming on for the second period. So we stood next to it, and all the little kids come and hold their fists out, and the players come onto the ice and fist bump them. Yeah. And he's got a teddy bear that we got him that's got a jersey that he wants signing. Yes. So we're going to try and do that next Saturday, aren't we? When we go, it was really nice as well because we'd skated on there the week before. Yeah, yeah. So then see the hockey on there, yeah. it was all kind of relatable. And then next it? week when we see them, they sometimes do a free skate session after the game. Yes. So we might do Kevin and I'll do a free skate session, which would be nice. Yes. And the last thing that um, I've watched, Kevin hasn't watched it yet, but he knows about the story. Is the post office? Oh, the post office scandal um, thing. Scandal. That's yeah. The Horizon thing. So I've watched the documentary. The documentary on it, yeah. um, which is it's a dramatized version of the truth, basically. So I knew about roughly what it was about, but I hadn't realised quite the level of cover-up that had gone on or quite the level of lies that had been told by the post office for things like um, just physically moving money out of the postmaster, postmaster's accounts, doing it while they were live online, um, and then telling them that they were the only people getting any problems when they weren't, and just generally saying there was nothing wrong with the system, lying about that guy visiting... Yep. Like one guy said that he visited um, F- Fujitsu's offices because they're the people who provided the system. Uh-huh. And he went up and he was just get, getting given a tour by some guy, some engineer, about the system. And this guy in front of him showed him him basically changing numbers in one of the sub-postmasters' account live in real time. And he went, hang on, you're doing that in real time. So you've just taken two grand off of their total today in real time and they can't see you doing it. And he was like, yeah, that's what we're able to do. And then the guy's like, I've been telling them that that is absolutely not possible. And then the engineer twigged that he said something he shouldn't have done. Yeah. And so when it came back to it going to court and this guy said, I was in their building 
this is what they told me. They were like, they've got no records of you swiping in, no records of you swiping All out. Got raised. But they found him because he had the email that confirmed his visit that he had kept. Uh-huh. So they got them on that. But it was just horrendous. It it's was absolutely it was horrendous. devastating well, it what he did to people. Lives. People killed themselves over yes. it. And people had illnesses and died and didn't have knowing a, yeah. that they were innocent. Yeah. And it was terrible. Absolutely appalling. Well, actually, live as of today, um, the person who was in charge of the post office at the time, Paula Bennells, is handing back her CBE. Good. And so she should. Isn't it weird that it takes a documentary to bring it to the fore and make that sort of stuff happen? Weird and so immoral. It's like because you're worried about reputational damage, you're going to do something about it. Yeah, it's very, very odd. I can see now why people I know who worked for the post office left. Yeah. Because it happened before this broke. But Mm -hmm. now I can see in hindsight why they did. Yeah, for sure. So my little whinge this week is uh, while Kevin goes for a week as he's been bouncing for the last 10 minutes, um, is I've seen on social media a couple of times in the last weeks people having a go at people for spending their own money. I don't really know why. Um, Rita Ora posted that she'd had an MRI scan privately. Stacey Solomon posted that she'd taken her family on holiday to, I think, Mexico, maybe, over New Year, um, her extended family. (coughs) And all they got was people just saying, oh, stop flaunting your wealth online. Not all of us can afford this. In a cost of living crisis, it's distasteful to put this stuff on social media. And it's that... I, I, I don't get it. It boggles my mind. I'm like, it's just pure, unadulterated jealousy, and that's all it is. It's like, she can spend her money, they can spend their money exactly how they want to. They work hard for it, and if they want to take their family to the moon for a long weekend, they are absolutely entitled to do so without people having to go at them for it. Um, I just think it's it's pretty gross, really. I don't know why people do it. It's like, mind your own business. It's same with anything else. It's the same with the triggering stuff. You know, if something triggers you, just scroll past. You know, unless it's someone that you know who's upset you and you might want to have a word. But I just think, you know, protect your own peace. If something's going to trigger you or you're going to get upset about something, by actually putting something out there on social media, you only upset yourself more. Just keep scrolling. It doesn't matter. It's not going to impact your life. Chill. Ah, he's back. And quickly, just going back to the TV thing, because I missed this out, the return of gladiators. Oh, goodness. So... Um, Gladiators is coming back as I'm sure most of you know Um, and I was thinking about this as I was walking to the shops the other day I was like I was never really a prolific watcher of Gladiators I catch oh it was prime time Saturday night I know I didn't make sure I was home for it I wasn't that person Yeah, but I did enjoy it Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't think there's anyone of our generation who doesn't know the whole Gladiators ready exactly Um, can you and with this whole slew of new gladiators coming in, yes. who are, my goodness me, have you seen the build on some of these oh, people? Oh, they, they are Adonises. Crazy. Um, can you name, how many of the old gladiators can you name? Well, Wolf. Obviously. Because everyone hated Wolf. Rhino. Who... Rhino, that's the one. That's I got a... Shadow, but Shadow and Rhino were the two black guys. Okay. And I knew I had Shadow, and I was like, I know there's another black guy. So Shadow, Rhino, Hunter was the yep. one that Orika was with. Wolf. Wolf. So, uh... The only girl one I know was Jet, of obviously. Lightning. Oh, Lightning. was another one. Yeah. She was the blonde straight hair. There was a blonde curly-haired lady. Can't remember her name. Oh, we're going to be watching. No, we're not, because we're at the hockey. But we will watch it the next day. 
because I'd like to see sort of how much of the format they're holding on to because it's Bradley Walsh and his son presenting. Oh, is it? it? That's super. Yeah, and they're quite good together. That's um, brilliant. So I think it'll be really good. Hawk, remember him? So there was... Oh, there we go. Wow. So Ace, yeah, I remember Ace. He was quite new at the end. So Ace, Amazon, which was Sharon Davies. Yes, Amazon, I remember her. Yeah. Don't remember Blaze. Blaze, Bullet, Cobra. Cobra, Diesel, I remember. Falcon. Falcon. Flame. And Flame. I mean, a lot of these would have been like the background people. Yeah, yeah, all the backups if someone yeah. was ill. Fox, I remember Falcon. Fox, Gold, Hawk, Hunter, Jet, Khan. Laser, lightning. lightning. Don't remember any of those. Nightshade, Nightshade that's the one I met. Uh, Panther. Panther, I remember. Phoenix, Raider, Rebel, him. Rhino, everyone Rhino, Rhino, yeah. Rio, Rocket, Saracen. Saracen, yeah, he was Saracen. amazing. Scorpio, I remember. Yeah, Shadow, Shadow, yes. Siren, Trojan. Vogue, I vaguely remember. Yeah, Vulcan. Warrior. He was Warrior. in nearly every week, of course. And then you had Wolf. And the final one was Zodiac. Zodiac, I remember her too. So out of all of those, there's about 10, isn't there? That yeah. The main players those, and then yeah, the backup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, wow, there's lots of names there that I don't remember. Lots of faces there I don't really remember. Jet's the only one you remember because that's the poster every single boy in our year had on their wall. Um, plans for 2024, as in things we've got booked in. So we've already said that we are hopefully going to Tenerife in August uh, with the boys. We've at least put the deposit down. Mm. <laughs> um, whether we could afford to pay off the balance, I don't know. But I'm sure nights, we will. That'll be fun. Um, but that'll be really, really good. Uh, the boys have been to Tenerife before, so that'll be nice. Yeah, um, different hotel this time. We've rebooked to go back to Santa Pod for the same event that we went to this year, which was the one in October with all rain. the fireworks and stuff. <laughs> so that's really, it's just nice to have things to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, what else have we booked? Uh, we've got the leadership conference for HTB oh, in yeah, May. Oh yeah, of course. Yep. We're going to the Belly Out Ball, the Oscar Mate Belly Out May. Ball in May, and we're going to see Take That the same weekend in Birmingham. Yes. Uh, we have got Sarah Milliken at the end of the year. Yes. And we've Dern got Day. Panto again at the end of the year. Yes. We've got Jimmy Carl's cancelled this because you're going to Germany. Uh, yeah, that's Gothenburg. I oh, think. sorry, Gothenburg. Yeah, Gothen- so that was cancelled. So going to Gothenburg and Amsterdam, hopefully in with work. February with work. Um, and I'm planning on going away for a five day period with Kaz and Laura at some point, probably September, October. Yeah, don't know where. Don't know when. Probably a city break. I'm sure we'll for meet like again five some days. Sunny day. And then we're going to do something over the last August bank holiday together, aren't we? Because that's the only time you and I can go away. Yes, I think so. At and we've got Alpha again in. Yep. Like towards the end of the year, sort of September time. And we're taking your parents to see the uh, Fleetwood Mac yeah, tribute. The Fleetwood Mac tribute in uh, Northampton. So mum and dad are coming up for that. And that'll be really, really good. Um, yeah, so we've got a fair bit of fun stuff to look forward to. That'll yeah, be nice. lots of things. We've sorted out all the dates with the boys <laughs> so we can plan on all of those, which is great. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a hopefully a fun year. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to doing more of these and hopefully getting some more audience participation. Yeah. Our numbers are up massively yeah this is crazy we're getting nearly 200 downloads an episode and it's just nuts which is great so thank you again everyone for yeah. listening downloading coming back for more we love sharing it. if you're sharing yeah, it's yeah. just great we if love you doing want this a guest sort of thing. if you want to come on give us a shout we're happy to just chat to people we, we might start doing sort of bonus episodes with friends where we just chat to our friends so yeah we'll have a look yeah but if you do want to get in touch it's bangersandmashchat at gmail.com 
or catch us on Instagram at Bangers and Mash Chat yep. and give go us a through follow. our DMs. Give, and give us, us a follow. follow. Uh, but other than that, have a good couple of weeks and we will speak to you again very soon. Yeah, speak soon. Bye. Bye.